following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another chapter of Anime Made Me Do It. This is chapter 77. We are your hosts. I am Tyler. And I am Aaron. Um... Got a little early recording going on. It's a week of Thanksgiving. This episode will be up on Thanksgiving. Um, we wanted to get it out of the way now because we're both very busy. Aaron's got work and family stuff. I got family stuff and family stuff. Um, that was the other yeah. way around, but eight nine ten eleven we got like a, a shit ton of stories again this again week. that's another one one two three another four week five, in a row. six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve these two are combined we'll say that's yeah 11. i was gonna say there's a couple that are basically the same story but there's like two there's all right so we had 10 stories that's still a lot not as much as last week last week we had 15 we were at a legitimate news station last week uh first off um I want to send the condolences out to Jason David Frank's family, friends, um, anyone who knew him, fans of him. He was the green one, right? He was the green ranger. He was the green and the white power ranger. And then he came back to be the black power ranger, like way later, like mid two thousands for Dino Thunder. Um, Jason David Frank was arguably one of the biggest stars ever to come out of power rangers. Uh, if you watch Power Rangers, you know who exactly who he is. He's Tommy. Um, he was the original Green Ranger with the Dragon Zord. Um, when he first showed up, I was like, holy fuck, there's a bad Power Ranger. Um, you're probably thinking like, well, why are we talking about Power Rangers? Well, Power Rangers is relevant, um, relevant but... It is a. It's based on the Japanese uh, franchise Super Sentai. It is actually owned. See, now I did a little bit of research into this just before hitting record. Power Rangers is actually owned by Toei. So, just another thing under Toei's name. Like Toei is a fucking powerhouse for all types of content now. It seems not just anime. In fact, I would love to like go through some of these subsidiaries one day um and see who who they what they actually what ip they actually yeah own yeah but uh again <clears throat> so we're gonna send our condolences out to jdf and his family friends fans if you were a loved one are thinking about harming yourself please seek out help oh yes absolutely that's the that's the biggest takeaway you're never um alone. you're never alone um I should have kept that up. 
It's like, oh god, don't Google that. <laughs> uh, in the United States now, they they shrunk the suicide prevention hotline. It used to be a long number. Um, now it's just nine eight eight. Like I said, if you or anyone you know are, are thinking about harming yourselves, please reach out to someone. If you don't have someone in your circle that you could trust, please reach out to Suicide in Crisis Lifeline at 988. You are not alone. People love you. Don't do anything to yourself that would potentially end your life. So big rest in peace to JDF. Yeah, he was a big con guy and everything too. Oh, so. oh huge, huge con guy. Like yeah, so like like so many of my friends who go to Comic Cons, when he passed away, they were posting like so many pictures of like like, that's one of those things. Like you always saw him with like and nobody had anything but uh, great things to say about him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's very sad. Like he, I saw a video of him. Actually, it was from like the pandemic time when we all had to wear masks and he he had a mask on. And like, um, someone was someone said something along the lines of like, "Don't you ever get tired of hearing you're my hero?" And he's like, "Absolutely not." He's like, "If someone says that they are sick of hearing that, then they are not in it for what it really is, and that they should just go away." Like, he's like, "I will always appreciate." all the praise i will always say thank you for like all these nice things you say to me like like that kept him like it's always in hindsight right like like chester bennington too like when you start to listen to his music towards end of his life like the writing was kind of on the wall there and it's very sad because lincoln park was one of my favorite bands growing up like they were a huge part of my childhood and it was sad to see what happened there. It's sad to see what happened here with uh, JDF. So again, if you or anyone you know is talking about or contemplating harming yourself, please reach out to someone. Uh, next up, Seven Deadly Sins, Grudge of Edinburg, Part 1, anime films, trailer reveals December 20th, debut on Netflix. Aaron and I just watched this right before hitting record. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, it's a minute and a half trailer, and I have one good takeaway from a minute and a half. And it has nothing to really do with characters, story, anything. It's mainly uh, the environment. out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, a rock coming out of the ground. It's like super CGI 3D. And it's just... Uh, I don't like it. No, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> like, I don't want to sit down and watch 90 minutes of it straight as a movie. No. Or however long it is. Um, But I won't be watching that. Well, you, you... I mean, we've talked about Seven Deadly Sins. You liked season one and you did not care for season two, right? Season one was good. Season two was... Everything after two was like, it was, it's kind of like the Tokyo Ghoul thing where like season one was great. Season two was just like good. Like there's aspects about it that was still good. And it kind of like 
rode the wave from the first season, but everything after that was fucking awful. My cousin said he actually liked it, and I was like, "The fuck." Um, next up, there's everything. There's something for everybody. We've talked about that before, buddy. I don't know. I'm not gonna dog him on here. Uh, second Sword Art Online film, Second Sword Art Online progressive film, North American screenings in February. It opens up on Crunchyroll next week, but this is more than likely going to be the next movie that we go see as a collective in February. Um, and um, it's February, right? Yeah, so, so our uh, the way that they're actually doing this is kind of funky. Um, first time film in the project. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, time on, time on. What? I'm very confused by this because the first Anaplex of America announced on Friday at a 10th anniversary panel for Sao at Anime New York City. We actually didn't see a lot of stuff come out of Anime New York City. Mm-mm. Um, Essentially nothing. All right, so now they're not streaming that. The company also announced that Crunchyroll stream Sao progressive the first anime film in the project on november 4th so it looks like so i was very confused by this headline oh and i fucking skipped this whole fucking thing the first film okay so the first the first sword art online film will be streaming on crunchyroll starting this week Oh, okay, uh, that makes more sense. I was like, because when I read this, because it's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray, so I was like, they're putting it on Blu-ray and Crunchyroll, <laughs> and then putting it in theaters. Like, how could, <laughs> like, how could you do that nowadays? Because anime films are absolutely just fucking knocking it out of the park in theaters nowadays. Um. So next week, uh, or this week, the first sow progressive film will be on Crunchyroll and then in February we're going to get the release so as soon as we get a date we'll let everyone know we'll figure out times as per tradition and we'll go from there I'll hopefully be able to make this one that's that's starting to line up with my dad's second surgery so we will see but uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah we haven't got a date for that yet but we'll figure it out as per tradition. Tony Harper, this one is for you, buddy. I will send it to you in a text shortly after recording. Uh, Bandai teases a giant TV Macross Fortress toy and showcases the original 1980s wood prototype. Uh, Bandai Spirits Tamashi Nation 2022 event in Akihabara uh, opened on Friday, showing off a wealth of new figures and toys for her. Gundam across St. Seiya franchises and more. Across fans in particular should look out for an entire floor devoted to the science fiction franchise. Uh, it boasts a giant toy mock-up of the SCF-1 Macross Fortress and the wood prototype. The mock-up of the SCF-1 Macross from the first television series is over 60 centimeters. It's 24 inches for us Americans. Um, 
or at least a one two hundred thousandth scale. That's crazy. Um, it is Bandai's biggest mock-up of the fortress yet. Bow hatch on the Daedalus's arm can open potentially to show tiny dust-droid robots inside. I think the coolest thing about this though is like the new new make of it and where it's all painted and everything and it's got all the compartments and all that other shit. Mm -hmm. And then that compared, compared to that to that original, like someone had to hand carve that out of wood. Like that's yeah. But look at the quality the wood one though. Like, like that's crazy. It looks like they stained it. Probably to preserve it long term. You know? Well yeah they probably put lacquer on it and everything, I would assume. But that's pretty sick. Even these figures are kind of sick. Not that one. That's cool. That's cool. I like this one for some reason. Yeah, you keep coming back to that one. I don't know. I like that one. There's too much going on with this blue background. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't tell with the wing in the back. I can't tell what the hell's going on in that one. But That was, a, that was not good. Uh... That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Uh, next up, if you've seen Black Panther, um, you know who Winston Duke is. He's uh, M'Baku. Yep. Um, apparently people were asking him questions on Twitter about anime and he was responding. Someone asked, he's a Naruto fan. Uh, someone asked who his favorite Naruto characters are, and they are Naruto, Neji, and Rock Lee. Um... Another Black Panther member disclosed his favorite aunt, Michael B. Jordan, who plays Killmonger, revealed his favorite anime is Naruto Shippuden, which he regularly watched in his early teenage years. Uh, in 2019, Michael B. Jordan teamed up with Coach and Viz Media to release a limited edition Naruto-themed collection with items like several pairs of shoes and a denim jacket. Oh, I do remember that. I don't. I didn't give a shit because I... That was when I... Did not like Naruto. Did they get him a Sharingan? Well, well MBJ is, is a known anime fan as well, though. Oh, that bag is sick. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> that is sick. Well, you know, he based his Killmonger armor off of Vegeta, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Jack, the the, um, the cross, yeah. That oh. jacket, sick shoes. Shoes. The those are some of the cooler shoes. MBJ putting his name on something that's gonna be stupid. Watching there. It's great for the audio people. Oh, shit. Oh. Is he about to fight this lady? <laughs> it's, I'm, even more surprising is that it's Coach. Oh, yeah. That's really um, cool. Yeah. Um, and then so 
but we can just, I was going to say, we can pivot to that other one. It's actually on the top of that same article. But you have it right next to it. Cool. Yeah. Um, someone else also asked what his favorite shonen anime are. And uh, this is Mbaku. We're going back to Winston Duke. Uh, Winston Duke's favorite anime is actually Demon Slayer. And he says Demon Slayer hands down. And then number two for him is My Hero. The man of man, man of, of a man of culture. He went to UB. I know he did. Um, that's really cool. <laughs> that's really cool, in my opinion. That he was has local ties. Um, yeah, he was really great in the new one, Wanda, uh, Wakanda Forever. He was. He's honestly probably my favorite part of the, about the film. Really? Honest. Yeah. And he got fucking big for this movie. He's big as shit in this movie, dude. Part of me, so I understand. I'm not going to get into it. I Actually, I'm not going to continue with that thought. I don't want to spoil stuff. Um. So next up. Oh, we have the same talk, too. Minor flip, but. So we're basically best friends. It's fine. We should get him on the show. If anybody knows how to get a hold of Winston Duke, let us know, please. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> that is for when we need to do um, video content. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Attack on Titan's creator won't start writing a new manga. Hajime Isayama reveals he's currently has no plans to write another manga. See, now this is what I found interesting. He has no plans to write another manga after he started creating Attack on Titan at only 19 years old as a one-shot. So Attack on Titan was supposed to be just a one-and-done thing. That's that's insane to me. And he did this at 19. You want to know what I was doing at 19? Playing fucking Call of Duty. Fucking off at college. Beating it. Yeah. About right. Um, a sequel may not be in the future for AOT fans. Well, I never thought that was an option. You see, I'm as fans. Actually, so this is kind of like nice because most people on the fucking internet are kind of shitty. Isayama's fans supported his decision in the reply section with most encouraging the author to rest after dedicating his life to the series for 12 years. Man's only 31. Dude is... I'm th I'm 29. He's two years older than me. That's fucking crazy. See, the thing is, I, I'm creative well, in my mind. Of, he got a lot of pushback on the ending. Did he? Oh, there, yeah, it's right. Actually, it's in the back. It's in the this article too. He he's he's had to address the the ending, which I think is fucking ridiculous. To be honest with you, I I hate that. To be honest, like it's his story. He should be able to tell it how he wants. And yeah, hundred percent, I agree. Isayama revealed his struggles with drawing the climax. Consequently, he apologized for disappointing fans and even asked them to be kind to him before his appearance in anime New York City. It's like, you shouldn't have to do that, though. Yeah. Like, that's just asinine. That that's he, even a thing that he... 
he felt so compelled and he was so worried about it that he had to put out a statement saying, don't fucking throw shit at me when I'm on stage, please. There's a line. After making one of the greatest fucking television shows in the history of fucking Earth. Yep. There's a, there's anime, a line. Not even anime. One of the best television shows ever made. Ever. ever. Yeah. Um, there's, the world. A, there's a line not to cross in a, this right here. People crossed it. Isayama and some staff members even received death threats over the finale. Who the fuck is threatening to kill someone over a fucking manga ending? Are you like what one goes? Of our tenants, f- buddy, it's one of our tenants. Don't kill your parents because I turned your TV off. And don't threaten creators because you don't like how it went. If you didn't, if if you was their if, IP, they wanted to end their IP a certain way, then you're mad about it. Yeah, like you go fucking write a story then. You, right. I I challenge anyone to go write a story better than Isayama, and let me let me let me be the one to read it. And be like, dog, this fucking sucks. <laughs> This is fucking dog shit. Um, that's just so fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah, I I, I don't understand what goes through people's heads when they do think or do shit like that. Fucking blows my mind. But it's like you should like that though because it's not what you expected. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) and it's like. Aaron's been a tragic story this whole thing. It's like, how did you? Th- I don't know. We we, you know, let's we're not going to get into the weeds on that one yet. We'll, we'll wait talk- till Attack on Titan comes back and yeah, officially done, done, and then then we'll talk about it because I don't actually know how it ends because as we've talked about before, we're too far in for me to read it now. I'd rather just see it done for the first time you know we've had that conversation but yeah ip that this man's made you're gonna get mad about how he ended it the fuck out of here next up spy family had 20 studios fighting to animate it 20 studios including the two that ended up chosen for the adaptation fought for the opportunity to produce Tatsuya Endo's Spy Family. I like how they use that picture. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's funny as shit. Uh, I, I like some of these news stories we have this week because it's more of like behind the scenes stuff. Like mm-hmm. we typically a lot of news stories are, are pretty surface level stuff or in like announcements and I like that this is there's like there's a there's a business aspect to this all Mm -hmm. and you have to get contracted out and people it's i don't i don't know if cutthroat's the right word but i mean it's a competitive field and like we joke about it all the time there's a reason map that gets all these shows though you know what i mean well the um what i want to call it the uh the farm, the farm, the farm team studio is producing uh, uh, Spy Family. Well, yeah, Spy Family would be Mappa next year, so it's fine. Um, That's when that new story happens. I wish they, I wish they would list the eighteen other studios that fought to animate it. 
Um, yeah, I'd be very curious to who wanted this. Yeah, I, I'm sure there was like some smaller like coming up studios, obviously. Oh yeah, I'm sure I'm you know, a couple of those were just super small. You know, fuck it, we'll throw our head in the. Yeah, but I, I bet it to win it. I bet like there are studios in there like Studio Perot, Studio. Um, oh fuck! I just had it in my head. Uh, Mappa might have been. Oh fuck! I can't think of it. Brain fart. Shout out to you. I'd be shocked if they weren't Anaplex. Anaplex, yep. Oh, you're thinking of a specific one. Yeah. Studio Bones. I could see that too, though. Toy. <laughs> Sunrise. That's a lot of Gundam. Yep. Bebop. Stuff like that. UFO table. I'm surprised they did. They, they probably threw their hat in the ring for it. Fucking Trigger. I'm surprised Trigger didn't either. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Trigger did. Production IG. Shout out to the um, volleyball show. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised that someone some of the I wouldn't be surprised if some of those threw their hat in the ring for it. All right. Anime's voice acting industry has been significantly impacted by the pandemic. The voice acting industry was able to adapt to the changes caused by COVID, but went through many ups and downs in the process. Uh, I think this kind, this first line actually kind of hits home for like what we talked about last week. Um, the voice acting industry is what brings the stories to life that anime viewers love. 100%. From one-liners to protagonists, every voice actor that participates in the creation of anime impacts the story being told. Um, what changed for voice actors? Most employees worldwide would work from home, only needing a laptop to get back on the grind. What's different for voice actors is the need to record with proper equipment. Voice actors need a laptop or some sort of voice that can hold the right software, as well as microphone stands and a great recording space. All these things together can cost a pretty penny, especially for voice actors who have only previously recorded in the studio and because they don't get paid nearly enough. Uh, well, boy, do we know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Many established voice actors who turned to working from home had the opportunity to receive some equipment needed from production houses. Others, like those who were just getting started, Needed to spend the money to get what they needed. Yeah. For example, a decent microphone is a necessity to get studio quality recordings suitable for... Uh, shout out to Blue. <laughs> yeah, shoot, shout out to Blue Yeti. Um, getting started. Upsides to home-based voice acting. <clears throat> Another wonderful opportunity being given to voice actors who work from home is the chance to get more familiar with the different aspects of anime creation. Not only do voice actors learn new things just by recording alone, but they also become more comfortable with audio editing software, directing, and more. So that means that I should start voice acting from home. I mean, you basically do. Bunkai. <laughs> You're hired. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'd hire Zonka you. Zonka no Tachi. 
Speaking of Bankai, you're not caught up on Bleach yet. <laughs> no, that's that's gonna be what we're talk about in a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> I'm not caught up on anything. Did you watch last week's My Hero? I watched absolutely nothing of anything. Damn. I did was you watch Fucked by Snow? Did you watch Hitman Reborn? Nope. I did. I I was very interested to hear your side of it, but we'll talk about it. Um, so yeah, COVID-19 really impacted the voice acting industry, but people learned a lot about it. So I wouldn't be surprised if like little studios start popping up from, from home, like people doing voiceovers of their version of characters and like uploading to YouTube or some shit like that. It's a great way to get found posted on. Well, even that one dude. The guy that's eating the sandwich and he does that once, he's like, oh, I would do it like this. Mm -hmm. Dude, he recorded that on his phone. In a well, field. Phones are also crazy these days. That's, that's also very true. But yeah, dude, if you have a decent space, I mean, I mean, I still want to do a couple things in here that'll help with the reverb, but I mean, it's, if you get a good mic and you know what I mean? You have the recording yeah. software and shit like that. Like we are currently on Zoom and it actually sounds pretty good because the mics we got, shout out blue. Um it's the people that can pivot that will usually that can take advantage of these types of situations. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be shocked in the near future you start hearing more um People, A, either uh, on both sides of the spectrum, people just retiring because of this kind of shit, or people popping up that we've never seen before. New mm. people coming in. Um, oh, God, this story. Oh, we're going to go here first. Um, a stunning documentary, documentary is a must-watch for Evangelion and anime fans. Hideaki Anod. Final Challenge of Evangelion is a must-watch documentary for Neon Genesis Evangelion fans, if only for its surprising rawness. This is like a a behind-the-scenes thing. Of yeah, the... it's kind of like what we were talking about the last two stories ago, where it's like you this didn't, but this will really show you how, you know, basically how everything gets done, how it gets made mm -hmm. from the perspective of the actual creative in charge. Yeah. This is like super, super behind the scenes stuff. Um, it's, I believe it's a filming for like, it's the last thing that Evangelion. And uh, Evangelion movie. Um, the grand final chapter of the Evangelion franchise, they're calling it. Ending such a famous series is never going to be easy, and thrice upon a time's various production delays made this clear. In the end, NHK filmed Anno and his team for around four fucking years. That's yeah, that's how long shit takes, man. Making this one of the most in-depth looks at an anime movie's creation ever released to the public. That's kind of crazy. They got four years of filming. Given, I mean, a year and a half, two years of that was COVID shit and right. So, 
The final challenge of Evangelion is fascinatingly raw and honest. Studios are usually keen to look their best and present themselves as a perfect workplace to attract future employees and clients. Thus, projects are right. shown to come together smoothly with a few, if any, bumps along the way. However, credit must be given to the NHK documentary team, Studio Kara, as they never try to hide this project's issues. Viewers can see how stressed the staff are and how communication difficulties between Anno and his team cause friction. There are, free, there are frequent looks at how Anno's perfectionism shows slows the project down. I mean, I mean, it's his baby, and he's and it's ending. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to leave like a the best mark you can. Um, I I really want to watch this. This documentary is streaming on Retro Crush, which we looked up prior to hitting record. It's if you're a big retro person, like I sent this to Harper. He has smart ass response as per tradition. <laughs> um I would go check out retrocrush.tv. It's like like if you're into Astro Boy and shit and like eighties, nineties, early two thousands, it's like that's your place to be. Um, I would even say not even the 2000, I mean, a couple of things, but it's mostly like 70s, 80s, 80s, 90s. Anime. It's so fucking crazy. The thing about the 90s are practically 30, well, 90 was 32 years, but like back when we were young, we thought like 30 years ago was in the 70s, like damn. And now it's like, God, I'm about to be 30 this year. What the fuck? And be entering my golden years if this was the fucking 1690s. I have grandkids on the way. Um, this is a big one. Oh, premium. It's five dollars a month. It's not bad at all. Or you can pay fifty for the year. I'd be privy to pay five bucks just to watch that documentary. You can do a free trial. I would never be able to get that done in a free trial week. You'd have to do it right then. Like you'd have to have the time squared out and then sign up and then cancel it immediately. <laughs> um, Attack on Titan, more anime may be pulled from Netflix over ad supported tier. This is dog shit. This is a dog shit story. This was actually published oh, 40 minutes ago. Or two hours ago now. Due to disputes over Netflix's new ad-supported subscription plan, fans have maybe have to fans may have to bid farewell to the NHK broadcasted anime like Attack on Titan. 22 NHA, NHK programs. I don't know why I was struggling with that. Including several anime series like Attack on Titan may soon disappear from Netflix due to platforms new ad supported subscriptions. As reported by Anime News Network, shout out to Anime News Network, NHK, the Japanese public broadcaster, is requesting that Netflix remove all of its titles due to its ad supported program. Netflix's basic with ad subscription tier includes four to five minutes of ads every hour for a slightly cheaper price on its ad free plan. This contrasts with the distributor as NHK has a policy that forbids licensors to distribute their content if there's a possibility of creating a misconception that it's recommending or advertising a certain product or service. That's actually really cool that that's a policy. And I guarantee Netflix overlooked that. 
According to a statement from Netflix, NHK was aware of and agreed to the ad-supported subscription plan, but starting on November 16th, the streaming platform stopped showing ads for NHK programs. However, NHK reportedly complained that the ad-supported service was not what it was assumed it would be. The broadcaster also said that Netflix did not give an adequate explanation until just before the new plan launched. NHK is currently airing Attack on Titan, Sirune, Welcome to the Demon School, Irumakun, Two Year Eternity, Kingdom, Ojarumaru, and Nintamo Rantaro. Other series that the broadcaster has aired before and is currently streaming on Netflix include Vinland Saga and Card Captor Sakura. Netflix and NHK have not released a list of 22 programs that would be affected by the potential removal, but it's possible that the aforementioned titles may be removed. Um, so, I mean... I mean, we've spoken about Netflix before in the past, and it's it's not in a super great place, you know? Yeah, this is fucking nuts. The standard plan currently costs fifteen forty nine a month. Fucking insane. I think when I started with Netflix, it was half that price. That's what, I'm, that's what I was gonna say too. It was like eight dollars. It was like yeah, seven ninety nine. Uh. Now it's like, isn't there one that's like twenty something? If you want yeah. kid or something, which is. It's like when, when these services have too many options, it's like, what, what, what are we, what's going on here? Yeah. I don't know right. who's going to get that fucking version of it, though. I, who is that for? Who's going to want that? I don't know. I don't want fucking that shit. Know. I already fucking hate ads on Hulu. That's what I was just literally going to say, too. Is this, this, that was the whole point of Netflix not. There's no ads. Like, fucking whack. It is whack, honestly. Like, it's, I mean, for us, let's say just us specifically for our show. Like, if it wasn't for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, like, what? Like, we would have, like, no reason to fuck with Netflix, really. Yeah. Violet Evergarden. I do like. I did like it. Violet Evergarden as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how I feel about that. Like you're taking away major titles, like major well, titles. Even, yeah, and it's not even just that's that's just anime. That's not everything else too. Like, like what is going to be on there? Netflix anime. It's going to be all the shit you don't want to watch. I don't know, man. Netflix is not doing good right now. Nope. They are what the kids say, down bad. (laughs) You could say that. Netflix is down bad right now. All right, that's about it for... It's their own doing for the news this week so in the spirit of thanksgiving uh we've decided to talk about some things 
that we are thankful for and thankful that aren't being done anymore in an anime. And we we have a kind of a big one, like <laughs> right off the rip. Um, oh shit, dude! Do you want me to send you this Black Panther Xbox that they made? Yeah, let me see it. I'm sending it to you via Instagram. All right, Leticia, if I can get to it. The box is cool as shit. Let's see this. I actually sent you something else, too, that like actually pertains to the show. It's them making the Tangan versus Gyotaro um, fight scene. Oh, that's cool as fucking all get out, dude. That's actually pretty sick. That's very cool. Yeah, I like that. I feel like Marvel is so random with gaming shit. It's just so random. Um. So Aaron and I, when we were talking about this, what what kind of inspired this little discussion? Is that I was talking shit about Boruto mm. because I love the manga, but strongly dislike the show. Mm. And when they actually animate what's in the manga, it's phenomenal. I fucking teared up at one episode, a more recent episode, but it was from the manga. So I knew it was coming. Still cried. Uh, it's the mark of a great story. But now, like, let me look <laughs> this up. Let me look this up. So basically, we're thankful for anime not shoehorning in filler. All right. Very few projects, especially the ones that are coming out like in the past handful of years, that rely on filler to get you know to get by air air quotes around that. I mean, there's whole filler arcs, dude. Like some shows uh, have filler arcs. Well, listen to this number. This is fucking crazy. So one thing that's great about this is that a lot of great stuff that's being animated nowadays, they waited an adequate amount of time to have source material, or they just fucking straight out stop producing an anime while they get more source material, such as Black Clover. They just, they caught up to the manga. They're like, all right, we're done for now. We'll come back when they have a bunch of stuff out again. But Boruto... Go ahead, make this point. Boruto is 76% filler. There is 165, and this was as of February of this year. 
there was 165 episodes with 76% being filler. Where's my calculator? I don't feel like doing math off the top of my head right now. That's 0.76. Out of 165 episodes, 125.4 episodes are filler. So 40 episodes are canon. Like, what the fuck? How many chapters are out? Why? Uh, I same thing about Game of Thrones too. Game of Thrones was great until they ran out of source material. Then they threw some shit together, and it sucked. So Boruto has seventy five total chapters. They're long chapters though, because they're usually between forty and fifty pages. Because they come out monthly instead of weekly. I was going to say that's a monthly one, right? Yeah. But it all adds up. I was t- I was telling Aaron, I was like, they should have waited until probably now to start. To start it. To start it. But we have 160. How many episodes are there of War of Time now? just not needed like what do you gain like honestly you don't gain anything from that anymore Boruto started almost five years ago it started April 5th 2017 I distinctly remember the first episode with Kawaki and so Boruto five years so in five years you have 40 episodes that actually mean anything yep yep <laughs> and you expect people to come back every week with Dog, this isn't 2001 anymore. Like, you can't do shit like that. Nope. And have it be okay. And most shows don't anymore. It's, 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 what's fucking... Attack on Titan gonna be? What, what are they at right now for episodes? Eighty-six episodes. So yeah, what are they going to be at? That's, that's if you don't include the OVAs and shit. Like, I understand that too, but as of April, over a hundred. There's going to be just over a hundred episodes. So there's twenty-five, thirty-seven, fifty-nine. There's eighty-seven total episodes. And what? This one's going to be what thirteen, probably. Yeah, because it's what it's running for a half year, right? Is wasn't it? I don't think it was that long. What was what was part two? Well, no, a half year would be twenty six episodes. So yeah, it's probably three months long. So yeah, it's probably thirteen episodes. Well, thirteen somewhere in that ballpark. Twelve. Yep. So it's going to be at a hundred, basically. Mm-hmm. Look at the story that they told in the hundred episodes versus the Barato shit. That you just told me. Yep. It's bonkers. The fuck? They they took Attack on Titan took years to reanimate. So we'll just start getting stuff because they waited for source material. Right. Well, yeah, but now look at it. Once it's all said and done, Attack on Titan is going to be 
We've already mm-hmm. talked about this. One of regarded as one of the best television shows ever. So, so what happens when you just don't jump into shit? It's just like ah, well, let's just throw some shit together. Now I know there's gonna be people that do enjoy like what perfect example is the garlic junior shit from Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. That is my least favorite Dragon Ball Z shit. I don't like it to the point where I never even watched it. It sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't want to watch Kami and Mr. Popo run around in a fucking jug. I just don't want to do that. Um, the fucking world between time or whatever the fuck that place was called. I just don't want to do that. Attack on Titan, the first season came out April 7th, 2013. The second mm-hmm. season came out April 1st, 2017. Four years they stopped sh- producing the show for four years to get more source material. And then you got black ho- fucking rip slow, dude. Yeah. Like that jump between season one to two, like the end of one to the end of two. There's such a hard pivot for that series that mm-hmm. you could have thrown some bullshit together, but I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Lord, I think in the in the in between that time they actually put out those uh those OVAs. Yeah, the Levi one and shit. Mm. So you got like things that weren't really part of the story, but they were still like side story things. It wasn't shoe in shit. Well, those are one those are one offs though. It was like like the one sh- like a Marvel one shot comic kind of thing. All right. Which is fine too, but it's not that's not filler though. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between those. Here's a list of stuff with no filler. Attack on Titan, obviously. So Hunter Hunter has two recap episodes, but it has no filler. FMA Brotherhood, no filler. Jujutsu, no filler. Demon Slayer, no filler. One Punch Man, no filler. This is according to Google. There's a common thread between all these shows, though. They're all super popular. Same thing with Black Clover. That is... Black Clover is also zero, uh, zero filler, and that's why they're taking time off right now. That's what I mean. Like, it's okay to take the time. Fairy Tail had very few filler. One Piece has the least filler episodes out of the big three. I think that's a Which still has a lot of fucking filler, though. When did this come out? 2021. My my hero's filler count is surprisingly low. Four episodes. Which was I was gonna of... say that's like that's the beach episode with Sulky in in um with Sue when she's on her internship. It's like the internship stuff. This yeah. is the filler. And, uh, oh man, I can't remember. Was Gen- Gentle Criminal? Was he? No, that was that's manga shit. I'm pretty sure. Gentle Criminal. What the fuck? That's weird. Um, actually, your, your, your favorite show has no filler to report. 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has no filler. <laughs> he did. Aaron did. Um, yeah, that's why I love it. My favorite. Yeah. I do love that meme that's going around lately, where it's from JoJo's, where the gun pops out of the book, mm-hmm. whatever it is. <laughs> um. Well, what about your favorite show, Blue Lock? Actually, Warren from work told me he started watching Blue Lock. Oh, yeah? What did he say? He talked to Tyler about that. He hasn't said anything yet. I did. Yes, the first time I've seen him in a minute, so. Like, Warren, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Eric told me you love it. <laughs> he is a sport anime guy, though. Is he? Oh, yeah, big time. He likes the basketball one a lot. Um... Next up on my things to be thankful for. I would say less pervy tropes. And that's, then, that's what I have written down. And then Chainsaw Man came around and fucking threw that right out the fucking gonna, window. Oh, okay, so this is how I have it. This is how I have mine laid out. So you don't have any more of like the Master Roshi and the guy from Naruto. Where, like, their nose starts bleeding and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have that type of perviness. But the perviness shit has pivoted to, like, Chainsaw Man's a fucking perfect example of this. Just grabbing titties. Like, I just gotta, I gotta grab some titties. And that's basically what he says. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, man. I was glad most of this shit was gone. But, you know, here we are. Or so yesterday. I would say like the, you know, the old man looking at, you know, magazines and shit, like that shit's pretty much gone, Mm -hmm. but it's still there underlying. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, what are you going to, the another thing though, you have to remember, and it's easy for us to forget because, well, we're Americans born here. Like that shit is seen differently over there. It's just it's culturally it's just different. Yeah. So for us it's gonna be and Chainsaw Man is a very they're very on the nose with that type of shit. Mm. Like even not even like the pervy, like I you know, I'm gonna grab some boobies. Um like that scene where he's kicking that dude in the balls. <laughs> yeah. It's like all right, man. How many times do you want to do Make this? Make it easy. Like, why you got to yell it every time you do it, too? Like, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, Chainsaw Man. Like, I'm, I'm really glad. Like, I'm really, I'm really thankful. There's not more shit like Goblin Slayer either. Like, or if there is, like, it's not in the realm of my the shit that I watch. So it's like. Is that like is that our least favorite show? Yeah, I think it is. I think we can come to a consensus that. Yeah. Like I'll watch JoJo's and I'll watch Blue Lock. I watch all these stuff that the stuff that I normally would just never pick up before I want to watch any more Goblin Slayer. I wonder if reading if we would like. You ever try reading JoJo's? 
No. Because people like the story a lot. So like that's that's the thing that intrigues me. Like maybe I'd like it more if I was just to read it. As opposed to watching the show that has that very It has its very own aesthetic and that I don't care for. But I wonder if page to page, it would translate better for me personally, as opposed to watching it animated. I think Jojo in the, in the new manga series um, is actually a female too. Like I haven't, I haven't really looked into it, looked into it. Hold on, I'll pull it up. Maybe that'll be what we do. Hmm. I might try that. We'll see. You're going to try reading it? Maybe. There's 51 chapters. This is this is the new... Uh, this action shifts from Italy to America as Jolene Cujo is sentenced to 15 years in a prison for a crime she didn't commit. Classic. Here, let me just do this. I'm fucking share screen again Jolene so we're pretty we're pivoting pretty hard on the topic um another thing I'm glad we don't see nearly as much oh I have seen her something I'm grateful for in my opinion is I'm grateful for uh these creators um taking time off taking for their time. own mental health and physical health when they need it how many times have we over this past year have we done stories where the like they get ill like the artists literally just get ill someone someone else just took another two weeks off like they yeah. just need time off people need breaks that, that's more than fair to take the time that you need and I think it's ridiculous to expect that of these creators that it's just, now nah, you got to keep coming out with the product every week after week after week after week. I mean, even the fuck, I mean, look at the South Park guys too, Matt and Trey. It's, they had the same thing. They're like, dude, it's fucking hard to do this shit every week. The burnout is real and people, I think what, it, I think honestly, like what, it, what it's hard to do for a lot of people is to step back and see like I feel like a lot of people see success of other people and they're like they have it so easy they have so much money you don't know the time you don't know the effort they put into this shit you don't know the sacrifices they've had to make you only see the successes you see the and product that, you don't see like, the work that went into the product yeah and that's like that's why I'm so that's why I'm so excited for people to watch that documentary we just talked about yeah it is a grueling process. Like, and it's like, and people, it's hard for people to contextualize it, but like most people work eight hours a day and go home and then they're done with their job. Mm-hmm. Where creativity stuff is essentially a, a never ending process. Yeah. Like, it's kind of why I hate social media and I had to take an exodus from social media for a while, like a a few years ago when I was like starting to get into lifting and shit like that, because like I kept getting pissed off because I was trying to compare myself to these dudes who were like at the pinnacle of their career. And it's like, why the fuck am I not like that? And it's like, well, clearly I'm not working hard enough as them. 
you only see the nice side of things on social media. You don't see all the shit and behind the scenes and the shadows. Like, yeah, that's why those guys are dying too. Well, yeah, literally, literally yeah. dead. Yeah, it's just um, I don't know. We see the products of things, and we just don't right. talk you about. Just see the, you just see the final thing, and you don't see the work that actually got them there. Quite to much more than forty hours a week. Mm-hmm. I tell you that right now. Yeah. For this silly little podcast we do is work. Like it, it just. Yeah, it, it really is work. It's easy to do this. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I, I love doing this. Yeah, me too. But it's fucking, it, it's. If this was our, if this was our job, like say like every week, we, 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 we split it up like. Okay, you do the audio and I'll do video. Like if we were putting out video, if we were doing video, I don't know. I don't have time to, to do a, video content. <laughs> like it with school, work, personal life, things going on with family. Like right now, like we've been talking about it for a while and it will happen eventually. But like I have a hard enough time to remember the fucking post a podcast on Facebook. I don't have time to fucking sit there and fucking edit a fucking hour and a half show without Instagram fucking reels and YouTube TikTok reels and yeah. So, like, you have to be so. So I mean, that's the thing is it. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So yeah, when when a creator says I want that. Can I take, I'm going to take a few weeks off mm-hmm. by all means, please. A, it's going to make a better product when they come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, or the, the fact the, that people just deserve wins. a break. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Them too. Like it's yeah. To expect that from people is just week in and week out. It's just asinine. So what I'm thankful for what we don't see as much of anymore is the power of friendship stuff. We don't see that nearly as much anymore. You're thankful for that? Oh, yeah, I think it's lame. It's it's overplayed, and I'm glad we don't see that shit. I think it's kind of, when you say it, it's kind of weird to think about the dynamic that has changed in anime because the, the way that, that I'm anime, the way that I'm like piecing it in my head is like back then you were like ostracized and made fun of for watching anime. So you kind of needed that power of friendship. You needed to have a circle that you all had that common bond with. Whereas nowadays, like anime is low key. So popular between like so That's many strange. people. It's so it's, so it's just like now you kind of don't need that power of friendship anymore because just you're not going to get really made fun of. If people make fun of you for watching anime at this point, it's you're they're either, yeah, you're a boomer, you're ignorant. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's just because it's so popular nowadays that we don't really uh, need to have that power of friendship theme not that yeah but that trope is essentially not completely gone or you do it in 
I think that actually what it's going to be now, the most beautiful way that I've seen it recently was we talked about this last week was that episode of Pokemon mm-hmm. where Pikachu was down bad. Yep. And then when Charizard pops his head out and he sees that original group of Pokemon that Ash had, mm-hmm. like that was a ama- mate. That was an amazing scene. But that's also like, like almost like emotionally, like me thinking about it right now it was like emotional as shit. Aaron's crying, everybody. Well, you know, he's not tearing yet, up. But it's, it's, it's building. I think about it long enough, probably. No, I agree. And, and also, it actually wasn't even so much Charizard. It was fucking Butterfree. Butterfree fucking got me. <laughs> Squirtle got me. With oh, sunglasses. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. like, that is so fucking awesome. Yeah. That's just a callback. So I feel like that's like acceptable. Well, um, that's like a, such a nostalgic thing. Yeah. And then they pan through all the different teams that he had. For 20 something years though. Yeah. It's like a dream it, plane thing that wasn't like the actual fight was already was happening. You know what I mean? It's not like the Yu-Gi-Oh shit where you know what I mean? Like that shit is just all right. Shut up. Yeah. Like literally he beats Yugi beats Pegasus because literally the power of friendship. Like, yeah. all right, uh, like, we don't need that shit anymore. I guaranteed someone's going to try arguing with us, like, oh, that's what my hero is. Like, no, 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 no. Like, everyone... I, don't, no, no. I do not see that like that at all. I don't either, because in that, it's like, everyone has their piece of the puzzle, especially, like, Endgame, like, right now where the manga is. Everyone has their piece of the puzzle where they got to take care of this and do this and do this. It's not like the they all power have a, of friendship, specifically. They, have, they all have an effect on each other. Yeah. Like, so that, like, that that line is there, but it's not like I'm only going to be, beat the antagonist because of my friendship. Mm-hmm. That shit's played out, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, you can be inspired. Look at another perfect example is the Rengoku shit. Yeah. Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. That scene was awesome when Tengen's like, I don't know if I can do this. And he has, like, that super short conversation with Rengoku in that the screen goes black and he's talking to Rengoku. Yeah. As a force ghost, you know what I mean? Like the force ghost. <laughs> I literally have I literally have the scene as an acrylic stand right there. Really? Yeah. Like actually I must have shown this to you, but thing oh yeah you show me that yeah shout out to japan um i need to get my shelves over here you know what shelves i'm talking about my office to my right i need to get these cleaned off i have like all my books and shit and i can move them around probably and like i have so many fucking sports cards laying around i want to turn that to the viewers, I, I haven't told many people, but I want to start getting into Gunpla, the Gundam things where you build them yourself. And I want to, I want to make this all like Gunpla. I want to put Guillaume over here. I want to mm-hmm. put my Sasuke over here. Um, I have Rengoku and Inosuke from Megan over here. But I want to turn this whole entire shelf. Yep. Uh, I just want. I want to turn this into my like uh, anime shelves. 
but no, like to go back, like the whole power of friendship thing is just so played out. Like, I'm glad they don't do that anymore either. Let's see, what else am I thankful for that anime does or doesn't do? Honestly, I'm kind of I'm kind of thankful for the direction that they go with how dark anime can be cuz like how many times in the past has there been like catastrophic shit happening in an anime but like nobody dies. Like the whole city is destroyed but no one died. But all all the main people. It's the Star Wars effect. Like when Family Guy made fun they made the Star Wars episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. Um they're like Peter like Peter has that that joke where he's like there's five main characters in the ship we're not getting shot down you know what i mean it's that type of shit yeah the plot armor stuff yep whereas like like like, people people are dying like you have your favorite people and look at fucking rengoku if 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 demon slayer was made 10 plus years ago rengoku would still be alive but the story is the same or something stupid someone would have been like oh he could have stopped his breathing and even and Tanjiro even says something about it. He's like, "Dude, I have a giant hole in my chest." Like, no, yeah, the fucking f- flame breathing is gonna save my <laughs> save me now. <laughs> like the deaths, major deaths. That's another thing too that I'm I'm thankful for. Major deaths, like they major deaths truly contribute. And nowadays, you get hooked to a character and they're fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Sasha in Attack on Titan, you probably thought she was making it till the end. Nah. She got killed by a fucking 10-year-old wielding a musket. Actually, shout out to Steve. She he just sent us a a thing about that, actually. That's why I thought about that. <laughs> Where is it? Gabby is inspired from Arya Stark. Um, you know. I don't see Jesse like and Phil. I could I could I could see you saying that after the fact, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, I feel like someone almost asked somebody in an interview about that. I was like, yeah, yeah sure, whatever. If that's like the connection you want to make, then yeah, go ahead, sure. make it. What else uh, you got? I'm going off the top today. What is, uh, Oh, and what's his name is Jesse Pinkman. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that either. That's you're really grabbing at fucking straws on that one. <clears throat> so those were the biggest ones I I had. Mm-hmm. Was that those are definitely the ones that I. You know what we don't see. What's that? Oh, I have to answer that phone call later. Um, Half my fucking camera. I'm glad we don't see anymore. I'm thankful for. The evolution of the female character in anime. Like, you you don't have as much... The the female character is just kind of there on the sideline. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, emotional games. Oh, God. That's me. Shout out to Alex Jones. Um, no shout out. Not going to lie. He can pay for this shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Kind of retarded. <laughs> like, no shit, Alex Jones. I think everyone fucking knew that uh, based off the fucking shit you peddle. But we're not gonna gay. Yeah. Gay. <laughs> fucking Alex Jones. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh what proof of that do you have? <laughs> um so the evolution of fe- uh, female characters you were saying? Yes. So with shows, let me look at our some of our more favorite shows now. I mean Attack on Titan. If Argu- Attack on Titan was made 20 years ago, Mikasa, Mikasa would not be Mikasa. No. Like more of a Sakura, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like in the shadow. Yep. Ar- arguably going forward, Mikasa is the number one. Oh, gee. She's 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 a bad motherfucker, dude. Arguably. But even, even look at Demon Slayer with like Shinobu and um the other chick with the bug eyes. Canal. Yep, Canal. Um, I mean, we're about to get this arc with the Love of Shira. Yep. It's your Hitori. Is she fucked up because of Ren Goku? No. Not really, no. So no, I know he no. was her mentor or whatever. No, she really isn't. That seems fucked up, but. I'm so fucked up. Whatever, I'm still sad about it. Um, Where is... uh, In Jujutsu Kaisen, you have so many strong characters. That's a phenomenal example. That, um... Um, Who's the girl with the glasses? uh, Maki, I think. That sounds about right. But, like, she didn't have the power to see these demons and shit. So she's like, well, if I wear these glasses, I can still fight these ones. I can still yeah. fight them. Yeah, Maki Zanin. And the, but then you have the other girl with uh, Yuji, Nobara. Yeah, absolutely. You have a whole Gundam show where the main a character female. is a female, a female now. And she's in a even even the mom beforehand in the prologue episode too, mm-hmm. and her grandmother, like that mm-hmm. whole. Yeah. So, so women are definitely You're getting my hero, but my hero right now, it's. Oh wait till you see this week's. There's a ton of you know, look at Mirko. Look at Mirko. The past, even if you look at the beginning of October. Number three hero, crazy, right? Yeah. You know, they went crazy because of other reasons, but I mean, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of women in power overly, right now. But she's not overly sexualized, though, either. No. I mean, you can do that if you want to. You know, I mean, like, people are fucking going to do that shit irregardless. Yeah. But I'm kind of. <laughs> oh, this animation's hard. <laughs> I'm kind of hard. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. that was funny as hell when I saw. I died when I saw. You died when you when I, I showed did. you. I did. I'm... <laughs> this animation's kind of hard. I'm kind of hard. <laughs> oh. Oh fucking a. <clears throat> Let's see what else. What else am I thankful for that they don't do anymore? Let me throw something like that out. Hmm. Oh yeah, that is still one that. This list is a little bit more difficult than the other ones we typically make because it's. You're kind of, it's just, it's it's hard to think about almost because you don't see it anymore. So you have to see the old stuff to appreciate this new stuff. You know what I mean? Where sometimes stuff is kind of phased out and it's hard to, like episode to episode is not going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a gradual thing that happens. Um... I like this one. The ultra dense protagonist is tiresome to watch. It is. Like monkey, monkey D. Luffy. Like, I mean, you could even throw Goku in that. I mean, Yuji. But I feel like kinda is, but at the same time, he's really not. Like, it was just he had to be introduced to a whole entire kind of like realm of stuff that he would normally be able to see until he ate the finger and then it's just like oh okay but you can say the same thing about mob and mob psycho though too like you can he's just socially weird yeah he's not dense for Mm -hmm. the sake of like the story like even the movie i i enjoyed the one piece red film but not because of luffy yeah you know what i mean um The main character has to be for me. That's why I liked that's why I like Deku though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Tanjiro. Because they're not that typical late nineties, early two thousands. This guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And he's just the main character because you told me he's the main character. Now that it kind of came back like Goku but I feel like his was the opposite where he was like serious in Dragon Ball Z and then Dragon Ball Super happens and he became a fucking moron mm-hmm. um, which is which was always the most that's my biggest gripe with Dragon Ball Super until he's not you know what I mean so it's I don't, it's mm-hmm. hard to get a grasp on how they want to portray Goku as a character sometimes and even the manga to the anime is different too. Sometimes I, it's. <laughs> I'm looking up like bad anime tropes, and there's a, there's this is a, a a funny list. Um, out of proportion boobs is number seventeen. <laughs> we mentioned the nose bleeds. You're like anatomically, that doesn't make any sense. Um. 
she wouldn't be able to walk. <laughs> Some of these I'm not, I don't have a problem with. Like the, according oh, to this, not all, tropes, not all tropes are bad. There is like, some bad tropes though that we don't see anymore. That's like the worst anime cliches. Number seven overall is schools. Like, come on, like, what? yeah, schools. Like, most of the things are kids. A lot of these shows are kids. Yeah. They go to school. <laughs> That's why I think my it's hero is. Everyone goes to school. My hero Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, they have to go to these schools to learn how to hone their powers. You know what I mean? Like. You're not going to take a fucking middle school, high school kid who's got these powers and just expect them to master them. No, you got to fucking have a teacher. Or in the case of these show, those two shows, like a full-blown school dedicated to stuff. It's essentially a trade school. The number two overall, though, is Friendship Saves the Day. <laughs> hey, fuck that. Um, it's annoying. Uh, so I will say one trope that I that we that you do still see that I you know it's I don't like it, but they still do it is that the main character gets bailed out at the last second or gets a crazy power up at the last second. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like it's, sometimes it's easy to overlook that stuff, but like Tanjiro fighting Daki. Okay, so I like all right. So we mentioned this on last week's um or we mentioned this about the One Piece Red film and the number one overall anime cliche, bad cliche is distracting fan service. And I don't know what the fuck that means, so I had to Google it. But like these gestures include things such as panty shots, leg spreads, and glimpses of breasts. Like, I'm glad they were getting away from that shit. Like, in the One Piece film, like, oh, I see Nami's panties. Like, all right, what the fuck? Like, I mentioned that when we were talking about it. Like, why? Like, I don't know. I'm glad we're getting away from that. I agree. That's a, that's a good one, too. Yeah, it's, it's distracting from what's happening. Like, sure, you could have comedic, like, interjections sometimes like that yeah. one from the one piece but like when it starts to like get over part of and over yeah, and over part of the thing it's like it becomes part of the identity of the show and it's like that's i don't i don't i don't personally care for that i mean i'm sure there's people that do and think it's you know sometimes it's probably their favorite part of the thing but it's just i don't i don't care for it yeah I know you feel similarly, so. Here's a game rant. Top five worst tropes. Transformations, orphan protagonists. Well, that you still see. That's every goddamn show. The power of friendship. The yeah. merciful hero. And aroused see, I nosebleeds. I problem with that. The merciful, the merciful thing is what separates the good guys from the bad guys. That I'm, I'm all right with that. That's fine. What was the first one? Transformations. Why? I don't know. Transformations are the fucking shit, dude. Yeah. 
that's literally like what animes are built around is people transforming into out of the order extraordinary things i was about to say out of the ordinary <laughs> that's actually not you could have it could have been much worse you could I could have just beat a horse with a dead stick, you know. <laughs> you know how the saying goes. You know how it goes. My favorite thing to ever happen to me ever. All right, let's let's round off this list and end it on a good note. What is something we're grateful for in anime? What am I thankful for? Actually, I got one off the off the top right now. Go for it. I'm grateful for shows actually coming to an end, like not prolonged. Making content for the sake of content. Yes. Like, arguably, Demon Slayer. Again, this also helps when you have, like, the content stunned. There is an end to it, yeah. But also, like, even the mangas... Like, it's so crazy because, like, we're in the end games of Jujutsu. We're in the end games of My Hero, of Black Clover. Arguably, all these huge names, Fire Force ended. That's a huge show. It's not my cup of tea, but, like, all these big shows are ending. Good things need to end. When you start putting out way too much shit, that's when shows go to shit. It gets diluted. Yes. So I'm actually thankful that, like, shows actually realize like hey we got to cap this off and just kind of wrap it up i think the the good the best comp for that or not even comp the best the the way i've heard it put best is when jerry seinfeld decided to end seinfeld because mm-hmm. they offered him a, a gajillion dollars to come back and make two more seasons and he's like no like mm-hmm. i refuse i it's the show has to end yeah, He's okay. like, look, it, it's going to tarnish the legacy of this show if we keep going, because it's not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. Like, I will not dilute my brand because you want to, you know what I mean? Because it's the number one rated show on television right now. Jerry Seinfeld has a great interview about that. Where, like, he turned down, a, like, so much, like, insane amount of money. Mm-hmm. To come back and he's like no i just I, I won't do that to my to essentially my name and my product that i've worked so hard to build up <clears throat> yeah just for the sake that you can still have it on tv i won't do it like like you said just, shit's gotta end at some point every you know nothing lasts forever nothing does last especially forever. Especially with stuff like this, if you end on on a on a high note, things can kind of last forever, mm-hmm. like in time, and people remember it fondly. But like when anybody talks about Game of Thrones, what the fuck do they talk about? They talk about the shitty end of it. Yeah, they don't talk about the seven phenomenal seasons of television. Mm-hmm. Hardly. They're like, yeah, but that season eight sucked. You know what I mean? And that's and that's shitty. Yeah. Because it was it was great. You know, what I mean? people but people still talk about the Sopranos too. 
and the Sopranos, the last episode, people still debate the last episode. How did it go? Did they fucking kill Tony at the end? I don't, who the fuck knows? Did, mm-hmm. did they go home? Did somebody, you don't know, you don't know. So like, that's why it's still fucking, what? It, I think the Sopranos ended in like 2007, 2010, somewhere in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. You still don't know. But it's it's still remembered so fondly. You can't trip at the finish line. So shit has to... But there has to be a finish line to wrap up a story well enough. Like Breaking Bad. Like Breaking Bad had to end. Like I was so over that show at the end. Mm -hmm. But it had a satisfying conclusion. And I personally find the conclusion to Attack on Titan satisfying, but we'll we'll get a general feel from people very, very soon. I can't wait to see how it ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm already, even before you told me how it end, ended, like you didn't tell me how it ended, but like you told me your thoughts on the ending. Mm-hmm. I did not think that this was going to be a good ending for most of the people in this story it's a fucking tragic story the whole thing honestly yeah but the whole story is fairly fucked so like to think that nice things was gonna be wrapped up with a nice tidy bow which is what it wasn't gonna happen yeah and that's why people are upset because it doesn't end like that i mean what do you expect but that's the story yeah what do you got for one more I am thankful for this is going to be corny as shit. Just the the community of anime. Um, people liking anime. It's We kind of even touched on it in this chapter of the show already. Mm-hmm. Like, look at even in the short time of us doing this show, the 70-something weeks we've been doing this show. The fact that we can get people to come out on day's notice to show up to a One Piece movie mm-hmm. for a show that you know either of us don't wasn't our is not our favorite thing in the world, and get people to show up a good amount of people to show up mm-hmm. and hang out and then hang out in the lobby. Honestly, that's part of that's my favorite part of um, when we go see these movies. It's hanging out in the lobby after the movie with yeah. everybody, discussing and, and it, just discussing it, and discussing you know, it, and talking seeing... about everything else in yeah. anime. It's like I don't want to, I don't want to like distract from, but it's like we could, we could. It gets kind of clicky a little bit in the way because like you have Harper and Steve because they're the Isekai guys, but they, but they like that, yeah. And so they talk about that, and then like, like us with like. Hayden and Ishmael and Ian and everyone else who is big like my hero and Attack on Titan and, and like these shows like we'll discuss that and people or bounce ideas or like oh man this part of this sucked yeah you know me talking shit about that and it's like oh well that's his favorite thing and he you know I mean you're talking shit to or you know yeah. or somebody like like Chris who doesn't you know he doesn't keep up on everything but he still has something to say. Mm-hmm. It's just 
and it's not just and that's specifically our community but we i mean look at we talked about winston duke today like it's fucking cool like anime now and Mm -hmm. i think we can all appreciate that it was that's not that was not always the case yeah and we you, you said it earlier like you're honestly more weird if you don't yeah really like anime fucking rips dude like that's my yo- idea. don't put that on a shirt that's my shirt idea <laughs> um <clears throat> you know what i mean something like i mean look at pokemon right now which mm-hmm. neither one of us have played pokemon as of yet i'm i'm so far in the weeds with god of war and then we and had so- seven feet of fucking snow and so like we're i'm you know i'm behind on that kind of shit and tyler has his switch and we'll so we'll, we'll we will do a i guess our anime made me do it review of pokemon scarlet and violet mm-hmm. at some point but the world is captivated with Pokemon right now. Pokemon has to be literally one of the biggest entertainment brands in the entire world. A hundred percent. With the way the show is, that that fight came to a conclusion. And with this game, fucking Puma just dropped. Shoot, like, dude, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's like the anime as a whole is like spreading like peanut butter on toast. Like there is so many, so many drops. Like the other day with the fucking dude with the height, he's like, "You were like, yo, you see that high plan sweater?" I'm like, "Yeah, if they drop something with bleach, I would check it. I would probably get something." You're like, "They have that," and I went and looked it up. And I, I mean, some of the I, I personally not my cup of tea. No, some of them, no, they do have an Ichigo. Uh, it's an olive green sweatshirt. Yep, Ichigo on it, which is sick as fuck. Also, uh, I'm. Gonna- so my I wanted to get that. Listen, you people who make fucking clothes, anime watchers are fucking thick as hell. Make bigger <laughs> sizes. Make bigger sizes. We are big people. This isn't about like shout out to that one TikTok you sent me that one day. Like you open up well, hype. Girls like I'm an extra large in Japan. Yeah. The guy's like, what if I agree to I just opened up Hype Land now, and the first thing you see is... Um, Shout out to this tapestry. That, that fucking rapper, I forget his name. Um, oh, he wears the do-rag backwards. Uh, he's like a, a SoundCloud rapper. But he's got a Millennium Puzzle fucking chain, and he's wearing Hype Land shit. Like it's it it's so deep. They have so much Yu-Gi-Oh shit right now. They do. They have a ton of Yu-Gi-Oh shit. They just restocked a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, actually. Like I don't I don't dig the rhinestone shit that they make, but I mean fucking Yu Yu Hakusho. Look at all this Yu Yu Hakusho shit. That's what we saw at work the other day. Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, that's new. Ski mask, the slump god. What's his name? I know a song, Newtown. 
Yeah, there's just I don't know. Anime they the anime community is is like continue. It's like it's it's getting exponentially bigger. Like the fact that it's crossing over into fashion now, it it's only going to make the community even bigger. The web the web is getting wider and wider. Yeah. Um I mean look so. at what fucking Meg the Stallion has done for anime. Yep. So that's about it for but this. But she's making it cool for girls to like anime too. Yeah. Well, it also I mean, helps too that we're fucking dudes running with their arms behind their back. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's that's no longer the case. It also helps that there's like it was one of the things you brought up earlier that like female characters are getting right. like less tropey. They're becoming way more relevant. So they're yeah, less I'm... sexualized and they can like they're a main crux of the story these stories. Yep. Oh, that's a new Oh shit. They added some new Hunter Hunter shit. God damn it. Stop. I gotta stop. So that's about it for this chapter. Uh so branching out last week was Hitman Reborn. Aaron didn't check it out. Do you want to check it out? And then we'll talk about it next week. And then we'll we could add a, a another one. Yeah, let's we can let yeah, let's do that. Just because um I watched it. Well, you said you wanted to hear me talk about it specifically, right? Yeah. Like there's something about it that Yeah. I'll put this out there. It was made in 2006. So I just that can mean a couple things. Yeah. I'm sure you saying that, I'm sure I'll I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, what do you, you got any suggestions from anyone? Has Ishmael sent you anything? Let's look. Funny you brought up Pokemon. Oh, at did the you end. watch? Did you watch that the video I sent you from? You floatable. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Fucking gnarly, dude. I'll post that on the Instagram page so you guys want to watch that. It's the kind of them making the three D um, aspect of that those that fight with between Tengen and Giotaro. Scrolling, scrolling. Uh, what I was saying was, I think it's kind of crazy that you brought up uh, Pokemon at the end because I had literally just—I was literally just looking at an article from someone, uh, Game Rant, it might have been that Nintendo is starting to offer refunds for how badly Pokemon is playing, and it just goes back to that that thing that we mentioned last week about how. I think that's the perfect way to explain that. I think I don't remember who wrote it, but it was on. Euro gamer, yeah. Nintendo's got to do something with the Switch. Like they have to upgrade the the software or the hardware. 
it's just it's it's a 2017 system and it's showing it's 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 aging very poorly mm -hmm. uh let's... actually there was something i personally wanted to watch all right let's hear it dragon ball no <laughs> um oh god remember we watched bungo stray dogs i do Actually, it's starting to get to the end of the year. We should start taking some time to figure out some. Uh, I know. Some I think that was our first shit. One, uh, Bungo was not our first one. Our first one was from uh, Ishmael. It was uh, S. Cried. That's fucking right. That feels like forever ago. Mm -hmm. Have you ever watched Ranking of Kings? Bro, no fucking lie. I was thinking this morning, we need to fucking watch that show for Branch. I was I, I've been thinking about that's I've been thinking about that one for a minute. You wanna know why? Because the fucking character from Hitman Reborn reminds me of the fucking kid from Ranking from Kings. And I was like, Oh fuck, mate, we should watch that. No fucking that's so fucking funny. Uh no, I really haven't. I've seen like little clips like in like instagram real things that's, that's, but yes that that's what yeah that's what has gotten me but um yeah let's do that oh that one looks interesting too oh i want to watch this one too you ever watch glass fleet this one looks interesting i'm gonna add that to my list that might just be a personally i do it um Oh, I didn't know you could do that on Crunchyroll. Or, yeah. Yeah. You can create your Crunchy list, but you can name it. So I'm just going to name this one branching out so I can keep all these shows together. Fuck yeah, dude. Maybe we should just do Shout out Crunchyroll. If you don't have Crunchyroll, you should just get it. Um, Yeah, let's do Ranking of Kings, dude. All right. Now that I have, I have one figured out for the following week if we don't get any. So yeah, we'll do Ranking of Kings, and then we'll also talk about Hitman Reborn. Sorry, Perry, we're going to wait a week for that. Just how <laughs> it happens sometimes. I mean... Yeah, we got... I got fucked with snow, so... Aaron had it's seven feet of snow, or... He had he had that 80-something inches. Not quite, but... No, that was Hamper. That's the next township over. We were only at, like, 60-something. Um, Yeah. So that's about so, yeah, it for this you, week. If you guys are playing Pokemon. Let us know what you are thinking about it. Yes. Um, and if it's worth it or not, because I still haven't bought it. Which I, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I have a Switch now, so I need to get some games. So whatever. And Black Friday is two days away. So we'll see what happens. But as per tradition, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check us out at Facebook at Anime Made Me Do a Podcast. And then um, anime made me do it pod all one word on Instagram. Make sure make sure you like, share, subscribe, give us ratings. If you're already subscribed, unsubscribe, resubscribe helps with algorithms or some shit. I don't fucking know how it works. Ain't that some shit? Hypeland just sent me a Black Friday email. Rip. That's how it goes. Talk Rip about it and wallet. it happens. Rip to my wallet. Um <laughs> no well, yeah. 
I gotta be good. Um, that's that's it for this week, y'all. Thankful for you fuckers listening to the show. Yes, very thankful. Every week, every week, in and out. You guys are the best. The most loyal friends in the world. You guys show out for us at movies. You you really support do. us. Really, like, like genuinely, like thank you so much. Like I get pictures. So you make it. I mean, like of people in the shirts, and that's so fucking cool. It is. Uh, it is. Is fairly trippy that it's like, oh, we do this thing, and someone bought a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Ain't none to it. Anime made me do it. We out. We out.